Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the after show for Houdini and Doyle. Today we will be talking about episode four, Spring Heeled Jack. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Houdini and Doyle After Show. Uh, I'm your host, Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. I'm joined by my awesome co-host. I'm Go loving the, the song. I was, I was just getting lost in enjoying this. <laughs> it was in the episode, guys. I looked it up. This is some fun, fun music we're getting. My name is Ty Matthews. Y'all can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. So it's various other after shows, usually wrestling related, but uh, sometimes let's talk about magic. And uh, I'm Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie, and I'm just going to be singing the praises of Carrie Lane all night for bringing cookies. She brought cookies, everybody. Oh. These cookies are pretty insane. Good. Yeah, it's called Cookie Good. No, <laughs> semi-shameless. They did not tell me to say that, but they're really good. They're on or the just legitimately in yes. yeah, like They're really oh, yes. good. All right, uh, guys, we're going to start off with some fun historical facts. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't write down your name, but somebody on YouTube complimented those. Wait, I was going to say, keep the music going. Just drop the Let's volume. Let's keep it going. Yeah, there drop the volume a little bit. Yeah, there we go, because we're doing the facts. Um, but I'm <laughs> glad you appreciate them. Please let me know if you like them. All right, so these ones this week are a little bit about uh, Doyle, so it's great, because last week was kind of Houdini. So in 1886, Conan Doyle conducted experiments with his friend, Henry Ball, and they would sit in adjoining rooms and attempt to project their thoughts onto one another, with apparently some success. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of fun. That's and very random. interesting. 1893, Conan Doyle's father died um, at a Scottish mental hospital at the age of 61, and Doyle was 34, so that was part of his getting into spiritualism. Doyle is Scot-Irish, which I don't think he is much on the show. Right. Not too much. He's very British. Uh, same month, so here we get with a little bit of facts with his wife. So in the same month, his 36-year-old wife, so his wife's a little bit older than him, Louisa. Is she Louisa in the show? Um, I think she, uh, Doyle's wife? Yeah. She's uh, Tui. Okay. Her show. name's Louisa, his real wife's name. Uh, she was diagnosed with TB and was only given a few months to live. I have not gotten to the part of if when she dies, but yeah, anyway. Um, then he, a month later, after his wife gets, so his father dies, his wife gets diagnosed a month later, and then a month later, he joins the SPR, the Society for Psych... Psychical research, psychological research, something like that. Anyway, I wrote it down funny. And then finally, Doyle felt spiritualism is essentially being just the scientific extension of orthodox religion. And Doyle was a lapsed Roman Catholic. Interesting. And Houdini was Jewish. We talked about that. I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but... So there's your little bit of fun facts. I love it. No, I was trying for somebody that was like a, a doctor, uh, you know, an author who was, who was writing such a logical and mm-hmm. deductive character mm-hmm. to be also have that dichotomy where he's also open to spiritualism. Right? Uh, really interesting guy. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of stem from religion that you could kind of go like, yeah, sure. Oh, sure. Especially, you know, he's probably more open to believe in a life after death kind of right. idea. So. All right, so let's get into our spring-heeled jack. So exciting. So we'll open up with the guy selling papers, little boy, motor cars, horses are going to pasture. <laughs> I thought that was a funny way to describe it. I know, yeah. He's like, they're going to pasture. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, a time when they're like, motor cars. That's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> In 10 years' time, like, there will be motor cars all over these streets. Yeah. Like, I love the 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 placement of this the of the time period yes. just like it's this burgeoning new technology exactly the one thing that struck me with this and I don't know and it's it is kind of stuck with me from all the episodes that we've watched mm. is just it, that the time period they're in it seems very clean 
For, yes. It does, yeah. Everyone yes. is very clean. Yes. Everything's very clean. Vibrant mm-hmm. colors and just, yeah, like very kind of spotless. That's why yeah. it, it made me laugh in the first episode where it's like the soot-covered man at, at the uh, at the hair, at the bar, and like it's just this one lone <laughs> dirty guy amidst a weirdly yeah. clean well, hey, um, England. In, uh, oh my goodness, Mary Poppins, it's just the guys just who the clean chimney the chimney sweep. <laughs> yep. Everybody else is very clean. This is true. You know. Uh, well, the clothes, I was, I am under the impression they did actually have pretty elaborate colors in their clothing. So mm. that's pretty accurate. But, and I mean, I guess our main characters are people that are pretty well to do. We haven't sure. really seen the lower class that much. Well, the colors, the the colors jumped out at me in terms of the buildings and, and the architecture. Oh, yeah. There was one. No soot. No. Yeah, there was, a, there was an establishing shot where all of the colors were so, so pristine uh, and yeah. kind of like just popped out. Do you remember that thing in like science class or whatever? And they're in the Industrial Revolution, the moths that actually evolved to be gray colors survived after all the ones that were white died out because then they could be seen. Interesting. Mm. So it's during the British like industrial. I think I want to. I thought it was British. It might have been American. Sure. Either way, could be. It's when everything got all covered in soot with our industrial stuff. The moths that actually were grayer or browner in color survived and then went on, and all the lighter colored ones died because. All the buildings got dark. I love it. A little science that. for you guys, sort of. <laughs> anyway. Uh, then the beginning is very ominous. It's kind of the monster of the week. Uh-huh. Or I felt very house-like. These are characters we're going to be introduced to. Something's going to go wrong, and we probably may or may not see them again. Interesting. Right? Okay. The four, I just I just finished all of House. See, I'm not familiar with House. Just so. finished. Season 8, all 22 episodes oh, wow. of that one. and. It's an excellent show. I'm not well versed in right. that. I'm gonna need to. It's a show, and this so far is kind of. I mean, this show's kind of doing it, but we stay with those characters. Something's introduced at the beginning, mm-hmm. and but it's not ter- terribly relevant to the entire thing. It's just the. It's like supernatural. They're the people you meet at the very beginning. You've seen a supernatural. Sure. Okay. You meet them at the beginning, and then like either they die or something. So uh-huh. we get our ominous note. The Moby Dick quote. Oh uh, right, right. All I kept on thinking every time they said that, I just kept thinking of Rathacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ricardo Montalban saying that line <laughs> from Hell's Heart, I stab at thee. It's yes. Like a, we got all kinds of cross-referencing. I love it. So Mr. Underhill meets mm-hmm. his untimely demise, mm-hmm. looks out the window, some weird figure in black. I like that shot of him falling. Great. That looks yes. so good. Go stunt person on that. Right. That was impressive. There was a lot. Yeah, I really loved the, the direction of this whole sequence. Like yeah. The sound effects of the kind of... It's, it sounds like wings flapping. Yeah. You know? Like, what is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his cape. <laughs> right. But you never really wear a cape because capes are bad. Thank you, Incredibles. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the falling look great. Uh, then we get Doyle with his kids and they're just so melancholy. Did mm. you talk to mom? Well, no progress. Yeah. I mean, you feel bad for him, but, but it's like... Yeah, I mean, what do you say to your kids? You don't want to yeah. certainly, you know, tell the truth and yep. probably tell them, hey, I don't think mom's coming over home. Right. Not mm. looking great. But also, I feel bad because yeah. you, you can't keep saying, oh, she's going to she's gonna rebound. She's going to yeah. be right back before you know it. Yeah. Like, knowing that's like, it's only going to make you guys hurt even more when you right. find Yeah, out. you've yeah. got to toe that line between, like, <laughs> not yeah. crushing their dreams but also not filling them with false hope yeah. either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we get our fun, whimsical music. Which means Houdini's showing up. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and he has a new poster and he's so excited. Just the giant floating head. Yes. I love seeing another classic Houdini poster with yeah. Michael Weston's face on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So, so cool. Fun. Yeah. And then, oh, maybe you should give it a different title, little little subtext. Deftifying. You should be a writer. I love just the little jabs that they throw at each other. They're so smart. 
And then we get over to um, Constable Stratton talking to them. And oh my gosh, her and Houdini, that scene, they had adorable chemistry. <laughs> There's like grins at each other and stuff. I was just like, oh, her cup already, guys. <laughs> well, I like the way that scene opens. I mean, it's just the close-up of the guy with the broom just pushing mm-hmm. the, bo- the puddle of blood. Oh, yes, that was like, such a great, great shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this episode definitely is like... I mean, they've been good, but I mm. thought this one had a lot going on. Sure. It was fun. So we get the doorman. He's like, I saw a phantom jumping from buildings. And then Houdini giving him the last tickets to the show. That was such a hilarious <laughs> moment. Yes. So you just got out. the last two. Almost, oh. almost as if it was a child that he was like pulling the corner yeah, from behind the so mirror. So <laughs> we don't know if we believe the constable. I mean, the doorman yet, because it's like, well. I don't know. What did the guy see, right? Mm. So it's like, mm. He seemed, I don't know. He was so starstruck at Houdini. I was yeah. like, this guy couldn't have done anything. Yeah, yeah. no. And uh, then we get to the, when we get over to the police station, and then they're kind of debating why they go, and good point of, why are you guys on this case? Yeah. <laughs> good, good job they're bringing it up, because we too, we were all like, uh, why are they allowed to do this? <laughs> yeah, the, the way that they're in there, like, when Doyle is like, all right, I want to make sure they the law is upheld. Yes. And like, you're 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 an author. Yeah, why you're also you, yeah. you're also here? not the law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and then Houdini's like, "Why do you want to go with him? Because the law of physics needs to be." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the humor was really good on this one too. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. like beats, 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 like back and forth. Sure. And I love their little car. Their car was so <laughs> yes. cool, right? Uh, a little crank operated. Like, and... No, and is this way right? Well, because there's a shot later, and Houdini's like, "This." I way, saw him I taking out the crank. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. Like a wind-up toy. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah. In the I, back. I did like that scene, though, because it was just, as much as they can be snarky to each other, th- yeah. them have just like a genuine moment of like, how's your wife? Yeah. Uh, and have that. Oh, it was just yeah. nice to have them drop the snark for a second. Exactly. Yes. And yeah, of all people, yeah, for Houdini, the one that's yeah. always kind of the wisecracking mm-hmm. one to be showing an actual moment of concern yeah. and, and telling him that, you know, you don't always have to keep a stiff upper lip. You can actually mm-hmm. show some emotion, you know? It's okay to not be all right. Mm-hmm. And then... And you shouldn't always wallow in self-pity. They had their cute little bromance moment there. Right, there. right. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, Doyle had said that it's preferable to wallowing in self-pity. Yes. So they have a little moment. That was mm. sweet. It's their relationship budding. Oh, boy. It is. <laughs> and then we go to meet Mr. Tuttle at the horse livery, which is interesting because I was like horse stable. Mm-hmm. Same difference, mm-hmm. but I guess time of time period, more accurate word, I suppose. Yeah, sure. Gotta love that they show up in a motor car. And yes. Yeah, that's the wrong business. Just really rubbing it. Yeah. <laughs> they're a little. I love that their car kind of like bounces along, like they're in an old timey like Steamboat Willie cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just kind of like bopping along. And yeah. Well, I do like when they show up to Tuttle and they say, and Tuttle says, "Oh, my family's had this for seventy years, and yes. it'll be here for seventy more." I'm like, uh, <laughs> maybe not. Horse-drawn carriages won't, won't really go away, but they're definitely not going to yeah, We'll right. still use horses, but... Yeah. It'll be more of a novelty yeah. than anything. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Tuttle. Maybe more in the boonies. Right. Boonies still well. Sure. And they get their argument, and we get kind of a fun little standoff with Houdini and Doyle. I like their stare down. Mm. That was fun. Because finally somebody calls me, are you really policeman? Because if you yes. do, show me some, some identification. Exactly, yeah. 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 And Stratton's not there, so they have a moment where they finally are like, "Oh, we don't right. have Right? They're looking. They're no looking for going on. Yeah, they're looking for an alibi, and they realize they have no leverage. Yeah. yeah. And, and I do like that Houdini does not get recognized. Yes. By him thank either. you. Yeah. That was yes. Good. He's just. He's. he's like, I love that. That was one of my big laugh out loud moments. Is just like the waiting for the moment of recognition like, that never comes. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't too disappointed. He was more just surprised. Like. Yeah. Just like no. 
giant head? You didn't no. pass that? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> He's so adorable. <laughs> and then Houdini uh, uh, the borrowed the invoice. Oh, yeah. Thank Check you. that. Uh, compare it to the note with the doing their handwriting. Thank you. Mm. That word. I'm like, blah. You know. So, you know. And then they meet Ly- Lyman. I thought it was, I wrote Ly- Lyman Biggs. Oh, yeah. The elevator. I love what this character. character. I love what Biggs. Yeah. We got a reporter. Mm-hmm. Makes sense by now. We've talked about the paper, and the paper is such an important aspect in this show so far. And now we're going to meet one of the reporters. Right. But, uh, of course, he's Houdini's kind of friend. Yes. And he's, and, but he's, he's huge fans of both. He's, yes. he's a friend and a fan of Houdini's and also a huge fan of Doyle's yeah. as well. So he's just like double starstruck at this yeah. point. And what were we oh, it just yeah. been, for me, it just like, uh, sadly, like as soon as he popped up, I was like, all right, my I immediately cast uh, suspicion on him because it's one of those. Really? Where, oh, yes, why? because it's just a, somebody that's introduced to the plot that has some kind of connection to them. Okay. Uh, I figured he's going to be somebody that's going to end up being tied to something. Uh, interesting. I hadn't thought that. I hadn't either. And someone um, commented on YouTube. Thanks. Good observation. They felt in our last episode, they knew it was the sister because they knew that actress and they felt she would have had a bigger role. Oh, and I'm like, oh, that is a kind of like yeah. That's something you meta take the problem yeah, of right. like, can't really have somebody. Though on my show Hunters, the guy who was Christian on um, Nip Tuck is apparently only in four episodes of a 13 episode series. Supposedly. Oh, wow. I need to double check on IMDb that I'm like, that's a bigger guy. Why is he... Right, well, I mean, on, on The Magicians, one of the, yeah, one of the very true. minor characters was a pretty prominent character yeah, actor. Yeah, that's true. That's always the problem with CSI. Yeah. Whenever you always knew, like whoever, like yeah. somebody, like a well-known actor was like, all right, they're yeah. gonna be the guy. Even if they're like, okay, yeah, suspicion was cast off them by the end. It was always gonna come around to them. Yeah, somehow to get away from that. Mm. But oh well. And then uh, reporter. Oh, and then we hear that Springhill Jack was actually a real thing in Kensington in 1889 and 1855. Hmm, but we don't really know. But what do you guys think of how they threw in Jack the Ripper case that like well, that's... connected that world? It definitely, I definitely started thinking about that and started to turn that over in my mind just when uh, the Moby Dick quote came about because it's mm-hmm. it's a different quote, but still from hell, mm-hmm. it kind of makes you think Jack mm-hmm. the Ripper. And so I figured he's got to pop up at some point over the course of this, you know, even if it's just tangentially. Yeah. But um, but I love the idea of this, this demon that feeds on fear. It's yes. such like a, a compelling kind of myth. Well, I feel like, especially with this way it was kind of going this episode, and I think we see by the end of it, I think this could be possibly the introduction of our, our, our reoccurring bad guy. Yeah, you think? Uh, yes. Yes. I, we will get to that. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that's a good thing. And then we get Stratton in her plain clothes. Mm-hmm. She looks so pretty with her hair down yes. and her long dress. And I mean, her, her constable outfit's as strong as. Oh, I didn't write it down, but um, go check her out on Twitter because she talked about um, her numbers on her collar. And oh, what I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Her, she has a great Twitter, too. Actually, all these people, go follow them on Twitter because they're awesome and they are really good about responding. And Michael especially. And <laughs> oh, sure. We might maybe have special news in the future, hopefully. We'll, we'll hint at, maybe. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, so we got Stratton, but we don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see her just, say, just see a yeah. guy in the park and he's talking to some other woman and she stops short from going up to it. that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hmm. And, yeah, she says, um, is, has she already said that she's sick? Yes. Yes. And she had to get her medicine, and then Houdini goes, um, "What is that word?" And I was like, "Well, in layman's term, is she has a cold." Oh yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. And then it's cute that they both are like concerned. They're like, 
Well, she doesn't seem sick. I know. It, it's, it's, it's this concern. Oh, boys. It's this concern, but it's also tempered with, like, a kind of the feelings of the moment. Like, no, you're a woman. You need to tell me what's wrong. Like, you, you, <laughs> yes. I, I, I have a right to know what's going on with you. Yes. Because I'm a man. Exactly, yeah. I yeah. I, yeah, I have the, we'll jump ahead, but when the coworker when he goes, yeah, that's why this is a problem when hiring those of a fragile nature. <gasps> oh. oh, oh, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'll tell you guys a funny story afterwards. Oh, all right, of a fragile okay. nature. Uh, no, just wonderful comments of men that you're like, right. oh, stay classy, guys. We get a lot of those, we get a lot yeah. of those in the show, and uh, yeah, so Stratton's not available again, uh, and then Houdini. Oh, I mean, sorry, yeah, Houdini and Doyle with the kids. Oh. Love that. That was yeah. cute. Doing the magic tricks for the kids, yeah. Yeah. They just need some, like, And Kingsley, Kingsley help. wanting to be a writer. Yeah. Wanting to grow up to be a writer And Doyle's like that. just like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that grin on his face couldn't get any bigger. <laughs> and again, it was just like another scene, much like the one in the car. It was just them not being snarky, yeah. but just having just, like, you can see, like, the genuine friendship kind of yes. really mm-hmm. kind of exactly. with those two sure. guys. Yeah. Then we get a new character, Natalia, who at first, I thought it was the wife of Underhill. I was like, wait. Nope, new character. Yeah, right, right, right. I think they ju- she just had similar colored hair. Probably, so I kind of yeah. felt like the same kind of woman. But new lady, she gets molested, which is funny because, like, here's another example of, like, words in England and time. Because, like, today you would think more, like, groping or sexually. Right. Um, and they just meant more, like, just bothered, bothered and attacked. Yeah, exactly. It's fun to hear that. Harassed word. and molested. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting how the kind of... The, the the connotation and yes. the denotation of those kind of transforms. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love, I know we talked about Gotham by Gaslight and mm. it's, it, the, the Spring Hill Jack kind of like had similarities to Batman that, mm-hmm. I, that I was thinking. Obviously, you know, with the ears and everything, but yeah. also deeper with preying on fear and kind of like that. That was sort of his MO. Good point. Um, I wonder if the writers know that I don't know. material. And right? Like, I'm sure, hey. yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, while... We need to tweet at the writers. While Spring Hill Jack isn't a vigilante, it, it, yeah. its presence begets vigilanteism sure. later on. This is true. Uh, Batman could have been inspired by it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> There's oh. super backstory for it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> boom, boom. Oh. All those levels. <laughs> uh, and then we get... Uh, Natalia Houdini shows up, and he's so happy to be recognized. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He's he's like, like, oh, that's better. Yeah, he's, so, he's like strutting. And uh, then we get some crazy acrobatics by Houdini, too. Awesome. Like old-timey Woo! parkour. Yeah. Yes. Straight up old-timey parkour. I love it. That was so awesome. Houdini has all of these little skills. Yeah, but it's, it makes sense of, like, he can do all those things. Sure. Sure. <laughs> we all the, go. Okay. I mean, certainly if you wanted to kind of start tweaking things that are more, add, adding a little more fantastical, yeah. instead to, to make, like, you know, yeah. Houdini some incredible acrobatic and, you know, introduce fight scenes and all that kind of stuff. But Sense. Sure. Yeah. We follow, and we're like, sure. I like how Doyle almost kind of rolls his eyes at Houdini doing that, though. He's like, of course, yeah, of course. He's Again, doing you show off, <laughs> right? Like, I know you're proving a point, but of course, you have to do it in such spectacular yes. fashion. It's like, cool. Couldn't you just be like the rest of us? <laughs> Uh, and then the boys break into Stratton's home. Mm. I wrote LOL. Okay. <laughs> and I like Houdini's point that uh, to Doyle of, uh, you know, you didn't really mind breaking in. It's only when you had the fear of being caught. Right, yes. exactly. Yeah, you st- you stepped uh, down from the moral high ground yes. the second you stepped through the door. I like that. That's a good life lesson there. Be like, well, and Doyle doesn't fine. really have any response. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, nope. shit. 
And then, uh, so would you guys, if you broke into a semi-lady friend's house, how quickly would you be exploring? Oh my God. Like, let's check her drawers. <laughs> you know. I'd be more like Doyle. I'd be just paranoid that like at every sound, like, no, we're going to get caught. We're going to get caught. We have to go. But I love... Don't want your hand in the underwear drawer and be like... That's <laughs> <laughs> not what it looks like. That's right. I like Houdini's move. Like when he, uh, before you oh, get busted, was... you preemptively get outside or act like you're just coming in. What is going on? Doyle, how could you? <laughs> yeah, and of course she does not buy it at all. She's like, oh yeah, because Doyle's a master locksmith. <laughs> Woo, she's like, no, no, I don't. I love that she's like, yeah. Um, and then they find the man's ring. They don't know what it's about. And yes, they got caught, of course. And that was super fun. Another example. And I can have... just watch anybody lockpick. Oh, oh, absolutely. You're like, absolutely. oh, man, more, more lock just, Yes. Yep. <laughs> Quick little one of Houdini starts to follow a tuttle. Then we jump back to Doyle and his son. The son's finding the pictures of the spring jack, and they're pretty spooky. I think those would be pretty scary for a little kid. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, they're, yeah. I feel like they're scary for adults. Like, like, these are some pretty grotesque kind of, like, images. I was going to say, it's like the thin man combined with a couple other things of just, like, weird long sure. claw hands. It reminds me almost of um, uh, Frank the Bunny from Donnie Darko. There you go. Like, yeah. very kind of demented sort mm-hmm. of uh, rabbit, but, like, with kind of bat ears. It's yeah. very strange. Mm-hmm. Why are you wearing that human suit? <laughs> exactly. You know what uh, And then, oh, then we get a little more fun thrown in there. We get the brothel. Yes. Oh, my God. Doyle, he's like so proper and so kind of he's like foppish. No, like, don't. oh, pardon me. I'm a married man. I'm a married <laughs> man. I like they laugh because it's like, yes, most people in here are married. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah. yeah. They're like, and. That's, yeah, that's like, why you're here, that's right? That's nice, but uh, don't touch me. Um, and then we get Tuttle. We find out he wrote the note, and but he has an alibi. Mm. He's with a horse. Mm. But he can't say anything because his wife would kill him. Sure. Yeah. I love before this. I love when, when Doyle's talking to um, talking to Kingsley about mm-hmm. about Spring Hill Jack and kind of reassuring him. Mm-hmm. I love that even when he's trying to reassure his son, he can't say one hundred percent that it's impossible. He yeah. says, "You know, oh, there's there's just as much chance as a dragon." Yeah. And but Kingsley's response is, "So there's still a chance." Yes. Like even yeah. even reassuring his son, he can't say it's one hundred percent impossible. Just. Tribute to his character of sure. believing in the bizarre and supernatural. Right. Well, because even I mean, his famous uh, Sherlock Holmes quote, it's like, you know, if you yeah. rule out everything that's, you know, possible, yes. you know, you know, however extreme it is, it can, can certainly be possible. Oh, yes. I love mm-hmm. that quote in that show. Well, I remember more from the show, but yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got the profit. And then we have the gate, gate death. Oh, like man. that stabbing. Ooh, is, that was, yes. I Glory. like that, though. It was good. Just impaled. Yeah, impaled on the fence. Rough. And uh, it's Herbert Oglesby. Mm-hmm. Oglesby. Oglesby. He was a landlord. Something like that. Mm-hmm. You know. He was a landlord. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. A weasel think. of a man. I like that they. Yes. yes. People are not really happy. Our reporter shows up again and argues with Houdini and Doyle and tries to hit on Stratton a little bit. <laughs> well, and after she rebuffs him, he asks Houdini if he's basting that bird. Yeah. Oh. And that's oh. what finally sets Doyle yes. off. Yes. Yeah. They both were like, no. See, it's one of those, like, hey, we can joke about that, but somebody else. Right. It's almost like it's their sister. Yes. Like, sure. Yeah, exactly. Not okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can wager on bets with, uh, you know, on dates with her. I think I just loved and hated that reference because it was such a good visual that oh, you sure. go. And it's so, it's so crass and oh, so it's graphic. so bad. You're yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's why they both were like. 
Really? Yeah, even even Houdini is like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, not cool. Well, even when he first shows up and he says, you know, I did my I did some research. Did you know that the Spring Hill Jack is an actual demon from hell? I'm like, cite your sources, <laughs> you buddy. Did the yes. research. Yeah, Wikipedia yeah, yeah. citation needed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, then we get back to the police station, and Houdini's very smart. I'm well, gonna... they well they realize that when once they yeah. get to the station that there's people panicking Everyone's everywhere, freaking out. and oh, there's and not only that, but they find out that there's been multiple attacks in locations at the same time, miles apart. Yeah. So we're dealing with possible multiple attackers and vigilantes or, or people that you know that yeah. think that they're mm-hmm. being attacked yeah. rather. And then how do you prove a point? And I like his, you know, you know, it's it's. It smells. I gotta, and then everybody starts doing it. But Everyone it's starts kind of the power of persuasion yes. a little bit. Well, it's similar to how he was talking about the placebo effect yeah. last week. It's the power of suggestion. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Of like, if you start a line anywhere, people will get in a oh, line. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Though I've I. I beg to differ that some people do not understand lines. It's really frustrating. When you're somewhere, you're like, no, there's, there's a purpose. There's, there's a cue here. Yes. Yeah. And people oh, definitely ask what everybody else is lining up yeah. for. What you, and then, what's this for? What's this for? What I are you like lining up for? I they have extreme interest. And then you say something and then they don't care at all. And yes. they don't say thank you. No, nope. they know. Yeah. No. Nope. I've been in a convention and they're like, what are you guys in line for? And we're like, the second coming. Mm, okay. <laughs> mm, and just walk away. And they go, what? There you go. <laughs> Because I'm like, you don't really care what we're in line for, so why are you asking? Right. Yeah. I'll ask, and then be like, oh, okay, thanks. That's right. not. What if I you cared, you'd know, and yeah. you'd be in line. <laughs> yes. Or you'd be like, okay, thanks. Sure. Not what I wanted. You know, wrong one. All right. So then we find that it's the emotional contagion or hysteria. Mm-hmm. They're learning new words, or they're making new words. More they're like the new term, <laughs> hysteria. Yeah. Uh, then we get Stratton alone, walking in the dark. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness, a, a lady alone. And then she attacks Doyle by accident. Right. <laughs> and I like her. I could take care of myself. And I kind of was like, you know, it's not wrong to ask for help. I mean, right. I understand her point of like, especially as a woman in that time period, she's like, I have to prove myself. Sure. You know, sometimes they'll get asked for help. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I feel like certainly her relationship with, uh, well, certainly Doyle, with if not boys, Houdini. Yeah. I mean, it's been great with both of them. They've been very open and accepting of her. And, and certainly mm-hmm. Houdini will, you know, kind of tease and play around with her, but not in any kind of mean-spirited yeah. way. And especially Doyle, I think, is more paternal, yeah. uh, paternal affection. So I feel like yeah. to her to be so closed off, I mean, maybe it's just, you know. Well, we learn more of why. Mm. But, uh, and then we have this mysterious man following her a little bit. All right. Then we got Houdini hiding that he was smoking his opium. Yeah, what? it was interesting. Is he smoking to uh, to escape uh, pain or fear? Yes. Which I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they have that lovely discussion about fear. And then, yeah, the quote of admit your, when you admit you're afraid... Fear loses its power over you. Mm, I love, a lot of other good quotes too, but that's about the one. Absolutely, I love yeah, kind of this Whole philosophical discussion. discussion. Uh, yeah, I said fear erodes strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but you know, Houdini says that it helps us survive. Yeah, and and the, and he's and he talks about being in the midst of performances and how he never feels more alive than when he's you know scared out mm-hmm. of his mind. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a good. Which like as as discussion. someone as someone obsessed with like haunted attractions and stuff like that, I can absolutely understand that sentiment well that's what they say about horror of why people really like it because you can experience that sense of fear but you survive Mm -hmm. and you have that sense of you went through this thing but you're still alive after sure so you get that same like but i didn't die 
Right. Yeah. Although it's interesting with Houdini because he does say that it's like only when you admit that you're afraid of something does it lose its power. Mm-hmm. But then I think like, well, there's been several times when Doyle's asked him like, oh, I looked at your uh, your x-rays and the mm-hmm. way your bones are all mm-hmm. set that you must be in tremendous pain. Mm-hmm. Why are you smoking this opium? Yeah. And Houdini never really gives him a straight answer. No. So I feel like Houdini just is fearful of just being truthful or open with somebody. So right. I, mean, it, it, yeah. I feel like he is still, he's not completely... Uh, Absolutely. This yeah. this version of Houdini, it's ironically that that he says that, but he I don't I feel like he wouldn't afraid, admit if he was afraid. No, not at all. He's like no. Mm. I just and then the hiding the smell felt like he's like a high schooler hiding the fact that he's smoking <laughs> yes. pot. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like Waving the, the pillow around, opening the window, <laughs> spraying the perfume. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Cologne. Whatever. Right. That was super funny. All right, and then we jump over to Kingsley getting scared because he thought he was being attacked. Dude, that kid's face. I know. Oh, oh man. Oh. That was heartbreaking. Yeah. But it was tough with that because you do hear the sound effects from yeah, yeah from the Steel the, Hill Jack. The, the flapping. Yes. And then Doyle heard it too, so. Right. But then it's that thing of like our first episode, the more you're thinking of it, that's probably what you're going to project. Sure. I mean, it's it's what Houdini was talking about yep. when he talked about mass hysteria and, yep. power and you know, emotional contagion. Mm-hmm. The more you the, think they're, about. they're more open to the idea of Spring Hill Jack now. Yeah. And then, of course, because then everyone's too scared in the next shot to go outside. And everybody's indoors. They're like... Screw it. I know. Because it, it was the middle of the day. Yeah. Like, why are you so afraid now, guys? This is perfect I know, time. Right? Poor, poor little newsy just standing <laughs> in the street corner. My favorite. Nobody to buy, buy no. a paper. And I did love the drawing. The drawing of like Springle Jack yeah. up on top of the rooftop and everybody just walking around. Like, <laughs> yes. what is Wait, it's such a crudely drawn picture for a newspaper. Yes. Because that's their accurate photo. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a new lead that it's Vladimir Polanov, who's a Russian immigrant. And he knows the two victims. Mm-hmm. Just happens to be a gymnast of the circus. Right. That's a very plausible person who could be our assailant. Mm-hmm. You know, makes sense. Someone that could yeah, hop, f- hop from yeah. rooftop to rooftop. And then, uh, but then it's maybe not him. We're not so sure. Mm-hmm. Jump back to our reporter. Reporter knows the attacker. Oh, what? we get as soon as yeah, as soon as I started seeing Spring Hill Jack jump yeah. like in the same shots, I started piecing it together. Like, wait a minute, yep. something's up here. Yeah, someone's what, in coots. What do you think when he took his mask off as Houdini? Do you think Houdini had done any For of it? For like a, a, a split, like fraction <laughs> of a second, I was like, hang on, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I like, wouldn't. Maybe Houdini did do a it. A fraction of a yeah. second, and he was like, uh, it was like that Scooby Doo. Aha. Yeah. Like, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, but then we find out he hired the gymnast, but it was only supposed to scare people. Mm-hmm. It was it's supposed just a accident. Just trying to drum up some stories for the... And That's I... a common storyline, actually, I feel. I've seen that in other stuff. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Staging, like, yeah, uh, terrible something. accidents yeah. to drum up. Yeah. Stories for the paper, yeah. yeah. And they said that the one guy that they did impale was like actually he was trying to climb up himself and then he impaled himself. I'm like, really? yeah, no. the way it like yeah, no. if if he had slipped and impaled himself trying to escape, he would have been face down. Yes, and I would believe if he fell from a building to that point. Like if I fall on a thing, you're gonna just right. get poked in the back. You're not yeah, gonna exactly. like go with, through it. Yeah, with spikes that short, yeah, they wouldn't have no. gone all the way through if he had just mm. slipped. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Don't buy it. (laughs) 
But then, you know, we find out that Underhill was actually just a strange accident. That that mm. was not part of it. That that one, yeah, the, that that Biggs, Biggs had hired mm. Palinov after that happened. Once once Doyle had implanted the suggestion yes. of Spring Hill Jack. Exactly. And we'll get to the last bit on that in a second. But then we get back to um, Stratton. And he's a friend of her mm. husband. Nigel Pennington yes. is a friend of her husband. Whose jaw dropped on that? Of like, what? Right. What? Husband? What? <laughs> but it makes sense. She's been hiding a lot of things. Oh sure, and yeah. and what like I said, Houdini and Doyle cannot stand it. Yeah, they They're can't like, stand that yeah. someone wouldn't tell them something. Yes. like wait a minute, are you sick? Are you not sick? Why would you say you're sick? Is everything okay? Do mm-hmm. you need help? No. Okay, who's this Nigel guy? Are you married? Why mm-hmm. didn't you tell us? Like, they it's this tremendous like right to know everything. Oh yes, of course. Because she's their friend. Right. That's why you need to tell your friend. But as as men and as protectors, yeah. they must know. Oh, I felt like this was introduced quickly because, I mean, this is sort of fourth episode. We have not seen Stratton have any sort of kind of mysterious or like mm-hmm. things like that where she's kind of thrown through. But also in this episode, mm-hmm. she's being very like, oh, I, I got to go off and do this thing. She's being very secretive about her movements. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, interesting that they just kind of really quickly introduced that plot yeah. device. So do you think she has... Well, she's married. Mm-hmm. Well... Yes. She. I don't feel that guy would lie saying she's married, but do you think she's separated? Was that her husband who was with another woman? In the park, like right. that was her husband talking right. to another woman, so she's left yeah. him, so it's probably separated, or they divorced. What do you guys think? Or he's incapacitated somewhere, yeah. or, or he's something? not even in yes. this episode, yeah. Uh-huh. I think he was the dude at the park because she was kind of sad to see That's that. That's a good point, yeah. But the note said, I can explain, so I'm a little confused on. If the friend was like, "Hey, I can explain for my friend," that's or, what I—that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, "No, he's still talking to someone, so she's not cool with it." So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with he's cheating. Right. So she's separated. I feel like it's got to be something because I don't think you introduce that sort of plot device and not have it be something that would be warrant the attention of Houdini and Doyle getting involved. Yes. That's true. Well, of course they're gonna get involved. Of course, buddy. Right. Yes. And right. they're nosy as all get out. Right. <laughs> but I feel like somebody cheating is not enough to really like. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. you guys are fighting someone that's dressed as a demon that's killing people. <laughs> yeah. Like this is kind of the least of your concerns right now. No, it's it's stress. So they care <laughs> anything. All right, uh, I think it's time for predictions. Oh wait, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we premature predicted. It happens Ooh, to the best of us. Out. Good fade out. I was going to say, we, which we were getting to, was we have the under was a strain accident and it hinted at more because we saw the thing on the rooftop and you were talking yes. about that. So. I, yes, I feel like because uh, since it, we, we see at the beginning of the episode, we see, see somebody dressed up yeah. like Steel Jack. So we know that that is real. There mm-hmm. was a thing there. there. There was somebody there that threw this guy out, yes. out the window. And we do see them watching Houdini Doyle at the end of the episode. So mm-hmm. I feel like this could be a guy that could come back uh, multiple times throughout the episode. I feel like right. yeah. trying to co- cover who this guy really is. Well, and by now we've seen, uh, we've talked about it a little before, but we've seen the formula of like even after all of the answers are found out and even after everything he's explained there's still one thing left that's not going to be explained a little fuzzy yeah Yeah. so do you think it's a human or something a little more i think it's a human for sure yeah i think so i don't know if they would get into demon territory i was gonna say like maybe i'll throw it out there maybe it's something a little more because he was (laughs) hanging on that roof maybe for season two maybe season two i think we're going to be grounded in the realm of the 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 Reality, mortals yeah, yeah. yeah. okay but I, I could we... see it be like oh i guess it goes in predictions so we'll do that oh yeah. I'm sorry yeah okay now we can do predictions for reals 
Yay! Ah, yes. Because <laughs> we just want a double dose. That's there you right. go. <laughs> yeah. Yay. So good. <laughs> All right. So predictions, anybody? Jumping with anything? Is well, I feel really... like with Spring Heel Jack, uh, I, I think he's just a real person in this costume. Okay. But yeah. with the sightings that they say from like, you know, 1885, 1855, yeah. mm-hmm. I could see that this could be some kind of secret society or something like that, uh, where somebody yeah. like, you know, uh, has that ro- kind of yeah. role uh, to take care of various people throughout the you know the years, right? Whatever I like reasons. that. Did mm-hmm. we ever find out about the symbol on the ring? No, we did not. Because that was very kind of Illuminati esque. That totally is leading into the, something bigger. Right. Yes, right, right. I was thinking Illuminati something too. Yeah. Some well, the, the pyramid society. and the eye, and yeah. yeah, for sure. We don't know what. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking that'll that could be, be a our big, other big arc. I'm thinking that that'll be the on. big one. Yes. Yeah. And so I like that it was just barely just a glimpse of something here. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I think that that might be her, her husband. Maybe, maybe he's not necessarily <gasps> cheating, but he's spending spending his time with the Illuminati. She doesn't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get it? Uh, yeah, I like that better. It's a little more exciting than the guy in the park. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe he's part of some secret society. That's, and that's how Houdini and Doyle would totally want to get in right? on that. Right. Like, Wait a minute. We got to solve this crime for you, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, We're going to do this for you. Don't worry. We'll take care. It's, yeah. it's, we'll solve this it's on the house. Yeah. yeah we, got it. we got it, girl. I don't think I have any other specific. I mean, it's still a monster of the week, but now we've right. find, finally had a couple crumbs leading to a larger story arc. Sure. Which is cool. Yeah. Although I'm curious to see what uh, Spring Hill Jack's motivation is for watching Houdini and Doyle at the end this of it. This is true. Because, I mean, maybe that, you know, I mean, because they feel like he would not have to do anything because everybody else thinks that it it was been apprehended. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know what the story is with that. Because Houdini and Doyle, for sure, at this point, are probably pretty darn well known enough that, like, they're not really surprised that any villains out there would be like, yeah, we know who they are. Right, right. Houdini's head is literally plastered He's on the side of buildings. And I love that we end the episode seeing an even bigger head yes. now with the death-defying addition, it's courtesy, courtesy poster, of you know? Arthur Conan like, Doyle. Uh, I like it better. Right. <laughs> okay, I think, I mean, we didn't really have a whole lot of predictions, but we had it's, I mean, it's, it's hard still right when Right now, you're... it's still very Monster of the Week. Exactly. Which is still good. This I felt this was one of the better episodes, I think, yeah. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Better humor, more character building. But it's one of those the other ones kind of lead us into that. So they, they weren't any less enjoyable per se, but I think this one definitely stepped up a bit more. Sure. It's starting to kind of take shape like yeah. more extended arts. Just like Houdini's hair. There Whoa. you go. <laughs> boom, boom, Which boom, on boom. Twitter, guys, I asked him, and he's very cool about talking about that. And he asked, some other people asked. It wasn't just me. So it's his <laughs> hair. Mixed with extensions, and as the show progresses, it will be just his hair. Because, yes, I cared that much about it. I was like, wait, is that your hair? Because, like, because logistically, though, if they had to either, you would perm that at the beginning. Because if you have short hair, just perm it. Because then you could just cut it off, and then it's gone. And his hair is so short, it's no no big deal. Or to curl that every day of shooting would just be a waste (laughs) of time. Right. But if they're putting the extensions in, too, either they leave the, oh, that's a question to leave the extensions in because that too to have to redo that every time it's just a waste of time sure yeah. to get those uh, answers for sure ty and i will be adding extensions to our hair throughout these after shows <laughs> we're gonna By see if you guys in the yes. <laughs> yes, yes. i can't 
can't wait. We're going to get curl ones. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there you go. We're going to get Houdini hairdos by the end. There you go. <laughs> yeah, okay, guys. We're getting the outfit. <laughs> we're getting yes. playing the hop. James, what? You were playing us out on that? <laughs> All right. It's like the Oscars. They're like, go off the stage. <laughs> now. Okay. All right, guys, tell people oh, where they can find you. And uh, what, you can what shows? Oh, you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. You can see uh, Carrie and I tomorrow night with the season finale Woo! of The Night Manager, as well as uh, I'm going to be doing uh, MasterChef uh, starting in June. Nice. There you go. Uh, y'all can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Time Matthews PMA. Uh, the other after shows I do, I do Monday Night Raw right before this one. Uh, I do uh, Lucha Underground and American Grant on Thursdays. And starting June 1st, I'll be doing American Ninja Warrior on Wednesdays. Woo. So lots of stuff. Lots of good stuff. Lots of physical stuff. Yes, of yes. course. <laughs> and you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And I, you will see me tomorrow night on The Night Manager. It's our finale, which is exciting and sad because it's over. Uh, Monday nights at 8 o'clock is Hunters, and Wednesdays is Vikings. This week we're going to do it, I think, at 8, but normally it's at 9. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure to give us thumbs up on YouTube. Comments, please. We love reading your comments. Thank you so much for the comments so far. And uh, iTunes, five stars. This is 10, but, you know, still five. Give us 10 five, stars. Because we're just that yeah. excited. Uh, again, thank you so much for watching. Make sure to follow AfterBuzz on all the social media platforms because we have lots of really cool stuff and lots of amazing after shows, too. Again, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.